What's going on out there, everybody? If it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, hello and how are you today? Listen, I literally just finished these bas- watching these basketball games, and I just wanted to hop on the mic and just express some of the, the, the energy and my thoughts about these two games. I mean... Hi, oh wait, I'm sorry. Hi, how's everybody doing? You okay? My day's fine. Good, let's get to business. Yo, these two games that took place today, when you're thinking about the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors, right? You know how good the Toronto Raptors defense is with all those junk defenses they throw at you. But the thing is, the Celtics, if they're hitting shots, they could cause a problem for anybody. And I mean, at one point, the Raptors were up 12. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, you started looking at them, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Although they don't have the closer in Kawhi, it just seems like winning a championship, they have that pedigree, that confidence. They have that awareness of the moment and knowing when to put the gas on the pedal. And you're like, wow, man, these guys are really making some plays. But you know what? What you began to see is what we all feared the entire season, and it reared its ugly head tonight when you had a situation where who could get me a basket, they didn't have that guy in Kawhi there tonight. Because to me, when I watch all these basketball games and we want to talk about great players and we want to talk about players that can really get you a bucket, this is what I look at. You're winning the game 95-90. It's three minutes to go. And this is, I've said this numerous times. Who could get me a bucket? We're up by five and we got the ball. This isn't a time to run a set we haven't run, run a play we haven't run. Who's hot or who could get me a bucket right now? And that guy right now on the Celtics, that boy Jason Tatum, he was he was 34.8 rebounds, six assists. Good this evening. Very efficient. Four for seven from three, eight for 17 from the field, 14 for 14 from the free throw line. I mean, he's a guy where as young as he is, he could get you a bucket right now. And I've said this numerous times to all my friends, especially my Duke fans. When he came out of college, I thought he was talented, but I didn't think he was going to be this I thought with the roster at the time that the Celtics had to draft a guy this high, he would be an excellent piece coming off the bench and you could ease him in and work his way in to being a solid veteran where that dude said, bump that. Once Gordon Hayward got hurt and he was thrust and you know what they say, sink or swim. He's not swimming. He got himself a damn yacht on the ocean. This boy is, whoo. And now it's looking like Kemba. You're starting to see a little bit of that shake in the lane. You're starting to see that, you know, breaking ankles, stepping back. And when I look at Toronto this evening, it's not like they had a bad game. I mean, they had five guys in double figures and all of them over 15 points. I mean, that's truly amazing. And when you look at the Celtics, granted, it's the difference to me in this game. When they needed a bucket, Tatum was toasting them. 
Bottom line. That's all that I have to say about that game. Now, when we talk about this other game, this was the game that we all wanted to watch. There's no other word, no matter the sport. Hockey. It could be... It could be what a baseball, it could be whatever of the major sports where you hear game seven, you know it's time to show up and show out. And when it came time for this Jazz Nuggets game, I said to myself, you know, early on in the first half, you're looking at the Nuggets and they had a 19-point lead going into the half. And it made you feel as though, you know what, man? Um, I might be doing other stuff and I'll peek in into this game and see what happens because 19 points isn't killer to come back from if you're Utah, but it's not one of those they're going to do it within the first five minutes of the second half. You're going to need some time. It is 19 points. You can get it down to 10, but it is 19 points. And then it almost felt like started the fourth quarter. You were like, yep. Is it a five-point game? Yep. Is it a three? Did the Utah Jazz just take the lead? I'm thinking, wow, man. We are talking about these dudes taking the lead after having a a, a game where it was a a 19-point deficit that the Jazz had to come out from. I mean, when you look at this game, although they had a 19-point game, when you look at the numbers, the shooting percentage, 38% for both teams, Three-point percentage, neither one of them shot well. The Jazz were 23%. The Nuggets were 25%. You see, the thing, this is what I look at when I look at, and numbers don't describe the game. I mean, they help describe the game, but they don't tell you who really played better. Because, you know, both teams, the Jazz had 48 rebounds and the Nuggets had 46, right? And the Jazz had 16 assists, Nuggets 21. Turnovers, the Jazz had more. Fast break points, the Jazz had uh, more. And points in the paint, the Jazz had more. So if you if you hear all that, you think that the Jazz would have won this game. But when you watch the highlight of the final sequence of this game, I mean, it was a scenario where just the, the, the Nuggets finally won this game 80-78. It was a sequence where Donovan Mitchell is coming down the paint, shakes his man at the three-point line, does his spin move, and gets the ball knocked out. So the Denver Nuggets have the ball. They get it to Murray. Now, once he crosses half court, and we're talking, it is under 10 seconds to go now. They're up to under 10 seconds to go. So you're thinking, all right, you know what? Murray's just going to dribble it out, get fouled, knock down two free throws. Good night, Irene. No. He actually passes it to his man, who then misses a layup. Now there's five seconds left. Rudy gets the rebound. Rudy Gobert gets the rebound. Passes it off to, um, what was it, Uh, Mike Conley. Mike Conley's getting the ball, brings it up. We're talking three, two. He's at the three-point line, and he puts up the shot, and you're like, Oh, my! is this going to be a Dame Dollar moment? And it just was one of those rimmed out shots. And it's so heartbreaking because you saw how much and how hard the Jazz fought, climbed, kicked, 
crawl to come back, had the lead, have it taken away, and the opportunity to win. And it rimmed out like that. Uh, you almost felt like, you know what? Because you guys played so good, let's play one more quarter. Whoever wins that quarter is going to be the guy that the team that wins this series. I mean, it was such a good game. And when you look at, you know, the Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr., he's been playing very well. When I looked at him <clears throat> coming out of college, my major concern with him was his back because it got injured in high school, got injured in college. It was his back. But when you see his game, you're like, wow, this kid is extremely... It was a risky pick, but it was one of those, if he actually pans out, this could be a steal for the Nuggets in the draft, and it has been. Because now when you have Jokic, you know how I feel about the itches, you always got to have one. You got Jamal Murray, and now you have Michael Porter Jr. That's a nice little nucleus. And let's not forget, you still got Paul Millsap. I don't know if he's injured because it just feels like he's not... I don't want to say he's not taking over games, but maybe his role isn't to do that. Because with Jokic today having 30 points, 14 rebounds, and although Jamal Moore didn't bust his 50-point game, he had 17 points, you're feeling like this team has good, really good pieces. It's just that moving forward, I don't know if they have the experience to beat the Clippers. When I look at the Jazz, I feel that they have a lot of good ingredients. They just need to surround Donovan Mitchell with guys that can, maybe with another player on any given night, could go between 20 and 30 points a game. I mean, I want a guy that can create space by being legitimate, sharp-shooting, three-point shooters, where Donovan Mitchell could get busy in the lane and have a running mate. I'm not saying Rudy Gobert is not that dude, but you not you can't count on him to get in the high 20s every night. He's your rim protector, defensive, rebound, offensive rebound, block shot type of guy. Points, anything over 10 is luxury. But the, 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 the Jazz and the Nuggets, these are two very good young teams. And not only that, when you look at the Celtics, you sit there and say, ah, the Celtics, you know, they're not an old team. I mean, you got Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum. I mean, Marcus Smart, you could probably say is the OG on the team. You got Jalen Brown. You could say, like, Marcus Smart is probably the OG on the team where he's been in the league for more more than any of those other players, but it has I don't think he's been in the league that long. I could be wrong. But in saying that, they're young himself. I'm just trying to look up and see how many seasons this dude is playing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be sitting there taking so much of your time. So look at that. The dude was drafted in 2014. He's been in the league six years. Six years. And he's the OG on the team. That's how young they are. I mean, the NBA is in such great shape with some of the young talent that they have coming in here. But you cannot be mad at these playoffs and these two games tonight. My goodness. To see that three-point shot rim out like that, oh, hey! And Jason Toastum Tatum, 
man, that dude be coming down the lane like, how you like your toast, butter? Or you just want French toast? Man, that boy, that boy got talent. But that's all, I just had to let that out. I'm sorry, y'all. So, um, as I do, you know what time it is for your positive quote. And your positive quote is this, dear I tell you. Once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. Once you replace those negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.